0: This is sick and wrong.
1: America's number one source for anti-social commentary. Brought to you by the Reach Around Foundation.
0: Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world source for anti-social commentary. I'm one of your hosts, D. Simon. I'm your other host, Lance Wackerly. What's going on there, Wackerly? Not a whole lot. What's going on with you? I got off to a little bit of a late start here. It's kind of busy today, making some preparations, but um. Good things come to those who wait. Yeah, definitely. Uh, one thing I want to mention uh, during this podcast, I was thinking of using the moniker Girth Brooks rather than D. Simon. I don't know. What, what do you think of that? monocle Moniker. You know, a new nickname? Girth not Brooks. one of those
1: half a half a set of glasses? No. On a chain?
0: No. I just think that Girth Brooks is kind of a cool name. Just for this episode or from here on out? No, just for uh, podcast thirty six here, Girth Brooks. And if it if it if it goes well with the fans, if we get a lot of uh you know a favorable response, maybe I'll just change the name to Girth. Girth, <laughs> I Brooks. think
1: you've been I think you've been pandering to the audience lately just to get more votes for your uh, for your ar- articles. Maybe, and I think this is just one facet of that. I, so guess, I say no. I, I
0: guess you could see that. I don't know. So, so you're if just, you
1: want to change your name to that, then just do it. Girth Brooks? Don't worry about what the audience thinks. Well, okay. You're not the audience's toady. Yeah, that's true. That's
0: true. So, um, it's podcast thirty six so, here. So,
1: so are you? Should I
0: call you Girth or D? <laughs> Yeah, you Make can it- just call me D, dude. I'm going to keep it simple. <laughs> All right. I, know, I, I so just, just forget be- everything about the girth thing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We'll, we'll just let it go. I, I thought I'd go over a little bit better than that. but. <laughs> <laughs> so um, as I mentioned before, it's uh, podcast 36 today, moving right along. And uh, the reason I was running so late is because I was making preparations for uh, my big uh, vacation that's coming up next week. I think I don't know if I've mentioned it on the podcast in the past, but um my father's a rabbi. I think I've have I said that before? Yeah, you've said it. I know I've received new I've said it. Well, I've re- said we've received it. numerous emails to the Sick Wrong podcast saying, "Hey, you fucking Jew," or uh, I think I've been called "Jew boy" several times. So I think I well, have Well, you kind of just
1: sound Jewish, though.
0: Yeah, I, I I I could I could see that. But um D D Simon's not a very, you know, obvious Jewish name. Maybe if no. it's D Simonberg or D Simon Stein. Right. It's but a very um, it's
1: a very non-Jewish sounding made up name.
0: <laughs> yeah. But as I mentioned before, so I am Jewish and my father is a rabbi and uh, he's a retired rabbi as a matter of fact and so now he's working the cruise ship circuit which uh, seems like a lot of rabbis tend to do that when they retire and since they don't have a you know a full-time congregation anymore they just hit the cruise ships. And <laughs> they so cru- um, they
1: cruise the ships.
0: <laughs> no, <and> then, <laughs> they go cruising, <laughs> and then they they go cruising on the ship. So so my 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 father performs all the rabbinical functions on various cruises. So they apply for these cruises, they bid on them, and the one that he um ended up winning this year was uh, one from uh, leaving from Istanbul, Turkey, going to Egypt and going to Athens, Greece. And instead of taking my siblings on, which I can understand why I didn't want to bring my brother along, going to Greece and all that. You yeah,
1: know, you might not
0: get him back from there yeah I think my brother would have just like gone overboard or something um so he invited me and so yeah for the next three weeks I will be going from Istanbul to uh Greece and uh yeah from Istanbul then to uh Greece and uh, for a Rosh Hashanah cruise with the rabbi they love the Jews in that area of the world you guys are really popular. Yeah, dude, especially American Jews. I was thinking of just making, making a shirt saying American Jew and then wearing that, those American flag sweatpants I have. A big star of David that's also
1: colored like the American flag or an American flag yarmulke.
0: Yeah, that, that might be kind of cool. actually. With matter, an eagle on it. As a matter of fact, what, you know what I, what I ended up buying today was a Canadian flag shirt. Because I think I'm just going to wear that Canadian flag shirt everywhere uh. I go. Or get like a Toronto Maple Leafs hat. Yeah. Just so I can just kind of walk around and be like, hey, hey. How's Canadian. it going, eh? How's it going, eh? Yeah, no American here. Canadian, eh? Because then, then they'll probably love me. Just carry a hockey stick. Yeah. But I do know in that part of the world, Jews are are generally well-received. Yeah. So I I told my father, I'm like, you know, Dad, uh, we're going to have to go Jew incognito when we're over there. So, um Yeah, I told him to snip off those little curly things he has hanging down off his ears. Dude, your dad doesn't have those. Your dad looks like Santa Claus. (laughs) Yeah, I know. He does. He does. But uh, yeah, I'll definitely have some good stories from uh, this cruise when I come back in uh, three weeks. I'm sure there's going to be um, many sick and wrong events that uh, that happen during the next three weeks. But the reason I was running late is because I've been making preparations. You know, you have to buy a suitcase. You have to pack. You have to... You have all these responsibilities to do. Buy some
1: new uh, speedos that don't have skid marks on them.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, dude. You know, i uh, the speedo that I've been using, I decided to retire because of the skid marks. So the well, new it's one,
1: got skid marks, and then the white crusty stands on the front. It's on the front, a, yeah. it's a wreck.
0: It, it's just not very attractive to the ladies. So yeah, I bought a couple new ones, American flag ones, nice actually, and one Canadian one, just to, you know, to wear to wear while we we're in Istanbul. <laughs> But uh, the reason why I was running late is because I've been working on my living will, which I thought is a good idea, being that I'm going to that area of the country. You know, there's been like a, a spate of bombings going on in Turkey. Have you heard about that in Istanbul? Well, that entire area of the world, yeah, I've heard about that. There's some
1: explosions once in a while over there. <laughs> yes, yeah, so, so, so
0: some there's some big to do happening in Lebanon a couple weeks ago. But I, I don't
1: take note of you no know, specific ones. I don't usually pay that much attention to them.
0: Well, though, no, so, someone someone mentioned to me that um, there's been all these bombings going on in Turkey. I guess they're targeting tourists.
1: I guess I'm kind of bad mouthing Turkey. Turkey's usually pretty tame, you know. Yeah, but compared still, to like yeah. Lebanon or. Or Egypt. Or Syria or, or something. Or Syria, yeah.
0: It's not like I'm going to Iran or something like that. But no, I mean, Turkey still is a Muslim country, and there yeah, still right. are terrorist factions there.
1: Okay, I, take, I retract my uh, So y- my I softness. guess some terrorist
0: group has been targeting tourists to cripple Turkey's tourism industry, which I guess they make a lot of money from that. So, um, yeah, I was just thinking, you know, there's a good chance that I might be blown up, or maybe possibly next week you might see me on TV... Saying, uh, yeah, just give them the uh, prisoners back. You know, I'm sitting there with like a black like thing if over they my chop, head. If
1: they chop your head off, can I talk about that
0: as the final sick and wrong story? <laughs> yeah, you can even air the video on the website. But guaranteed, <laughs> if that does happen, and I still have to like convert to Islam and you know beg everyone to like release the prisoners. I'm still going to be like, and check out Sick and Wrong the podcast. <laughs> Yeah, I gotta give it. I gotta give some props. <laughs> Never give up where props are due. Yeah, you know why not, dude? It'd be it boosts our ratings. Well, my ratings. <laughs> yeah, your ratings, because I'll be uh, beheaded. But yeah, just in, in the untimely event of my death, I decided to put together a living will, which I think everyone should really have. I mean, do you have one? No. So if you die, what happens to all your shit? What happens to know, all your dude. possessions?
1: I don't have renter's insurance either. <laughs> what if
0: this place burns down? Then what happens to me? Yeah, no, you know, all my porn collection will be gone. So, is it up to your girlfriend or your parents to decide how you're going to be buried?
1: I guess it's up to my. It would probably be up to my parents, and they're not particularly religious or, you know, so, fans well, of the hospital. Fans <laughs> of well, hanging out at the hospital for years on end. So. Well,
0: well, what about your vast fortune? Who's who's <laughs> going to get all of that? Your that that estate. I just assume the bank is just going to take it. Yeah, I guess I guess that makes sense. Well, in the event of my death, I decided that there are certain stipulations that must be met. There are certain requirements that must be met. And so I decided to uh, type up a living will. I just kind of went online and found like a living will, I know, uh, it's like a living will template here that you could follow. And it says, uh, I, D. Simon, am of sound mind and I voluntarily make this declaration." I think a lot of people, you know, in the post-Terry Shiva world in which we live, I've um, been making these living wills just in case, you know, they're rendered permanently disabled or in a stroke or coma or something. They're like no heroic measures. So, yeah, I mentioned that a few times here. My desires concerning medical treatment are if I'm terminally ill, overdose with morphine. If I'm permanently disabled, overdose with morphine. If my penis is blowing off and detached from my body, overdose with morphine. And, you know, seriously. you sure like the morphine. I don't want any ambiguity about that. I want them to know if penis is gone, there is no will to live. But the main reason I wrote up this living will, it was for my brother and sister who um, I made them sign this living will just because I want them to be certain as to how to dispose of my corpse. Because, you know, I don't want to have to deal with like, okay, well, you know, now the rabbi is going to have to decide where I'm going to be buried where my sisters, you know, like, oh, we're going to go bury you in the uh, familial plot. It, it's, it's in Bay City? Uh, no, it'd be in, uh, in uh, Illinois. I think that's where my family's buried. Okay. But yeah, I, I don't want that to happen. So I feel this is the most crucial aspect of, the, of this uh, document, this living will, is corpse disposal. So in the event of my untimely death, it's great importance that, importance that these, the following directions are followed. Um, prior to my okay. corpse removal. It's the last page, it's Appendix A. Do you have Appendix A there?
1: Yes, I do have it okay. out here. I have my copy of this living will.
0: And one thing I mentioned: if uh, my directions are not followed verbatim, vengeance will be enacted from beyond the grave. Now there's no way I can guarantee that, but just the threat alone, I think, you know, has gravity.
1: So your sister brother might stub their toe or something the next day.
0: No, dude, I'm going to haunt them and their generations. Well, not my brothers, because I think his pretty much ends right there. But <laughs> my sisters, you know, for years on end, haunted by me. So number one, uh, for part of my living will here is I do not want to be buried. You know, I'm, I'm kind of heavily tattooed, so I'm not going to be able to be buried in a Jewish cemetery as it is, you know, because Jews aren't allowed to be tattooed. Now so we know that. if I'm buried at all anywhere, vengeance will be enacted from beyond the grave. And um, you should be listening to this, too, because you're probably going to be a part of um, the uh, corpse disposal ritual here, Wackerly. Wow, I feel so honored. Yeah, so I request that I be cremated and that um, my ashes be placed interned. Is it interred? Is no. that is that the proper term? No. it's just,
1: That means buried, I think.
0: No, I think they, they, they put your a- – okay, well, whatever. I don't want to be <laughs> – putting a little We cup. don't have
1: the we don't have a podcast called Corpse Talk. We don't know no. you know what yeah. we're talking
0: about. Well, I want I want my ashes to be put into my uh, Screamin' Jay Hawkins album I Put a Spell on You. And so then I want this album to be on display for a period of 333 days in my sister's home. The album sleeve you're talking about. Yeah, the album sleeve. Are those things uh ash tight? <laughs> Or are the ashes just going to be spilling all over the place? No, there's a plastic jacket around it. So you could probably just oh, shove okay. my ashes inside of that. Okay. I don't think it'd be an issue. Cause it's, and just kind of put the album in there. Right, the plastic and so sleeve. The album will be on display for a period of 333 days in my sister's home and then 333 days in my brother's home. How clever. I mentioned that no acts of buggery mm-hmm. may occur in the same room in which the album is displayed. I think this mainly applies to the time period at my brother's house because I don't think my sister engages in rampant buggery.
1: You don't want your soul to be seeing that.
0: No, dude, no. I think that would just besmirch my name. So on well, the, can, uh, I, can
1: I ask a question? What? Well, uh, <clears throat> well, you're, so Screaming Jay Hawkins, I believe, is on the cover of that album. Yes. He, he's standing there in his voodoo garb. Mm-hmm. Um, will, you, will your soul be looking out of Screaming Jay Hawkins' eyes?
0: No, it'll probably be underneath his chin, because it's like his face. So I guess my ashes will kind of be underneath his chin. No, your soul, though. Are you metaphorically speaking?
1: Well, just your spirit, your soul. Will your spirit be looking at everybody in the room through screaming Jay Hawkins' eyes? Because it'd be cool if you could get the eyes to move, to follow people through the room.
0: That's a good idea. I think I might have to add that. to I'm the just making my there. requests
1: now for this type of behavior after you're dead, for you to work on this kind of stuff. Well, why
0: don't you work on that? Because, you know, posthumously. Because I'll, I'll be dead, so it won't be that much of a concern for me. But it'd be good to add that effect. This is turning into a theistic debate. So on the uh, 666th day, I want um, my sister and my brother and a fellowship of close friends who will be chosen um, by them to uh, travel to Chicago, Illinois, which will be on my dime. So airfare and uh, hotel accommodations will be covered with money from my estate, which isn't much, but, you know, it's enough to uh, definitely pay for everyone to go to Chicago and stay in a hotel and I don't want people to stay you know in some expensive hotel I'll probably put you up in like the Days Inn or Holiday Inn or something like that
1: well the less people who go the the better the accommodations will be
0: I guess so no it's still gonna be the holiday inn knowing. it's still gonna be the fucking Holiday Inn believe right. me I'm Jewish um not that I really care because I guess I will be dead but then uh my ashes will be transported to the L&L Tavern which is a bar over located at Belmont and Clark I don't know how many people have who live in Chicago and listen to this podcast or how many people have been to this particular tavern. But it's a great place. You remember this place? Yeah. Yeah. It's Not just... where it is, though, but I'll find it in the yellow pages. Don't yeah, worry. Yeah, it's the L&L Tavern. It's just a total dive bar. And so I was thinking the assembly of people will then just drink copious amounts of spirits, liquor, shots, beer, in my honor, and on my dime, I'll be paying for the whole thing. And then at the announcement of last call, everyone does one final shot at Jack Daniels, and then I get flushed down the toilet in the men's bathroom. The men's, yeah, not the woman's. Okay, so yeah, everyone's just gonna have to flush me down the toilet, and I, you know, I don't really see an issue with this. My sister, my sister was, you know, demurring about this this detail being flushed down the toilet, but really, what the fuck else are you gonna do with a bunch of ashes? Burial at sea, dude. Yeah, that's that's what I was talking about, and you know, I spent more than enough time at the L&L tavern, so it's definitely special to me. So yeah, then then everyone can uh, fly back and remember me fondly. And then in in terms of uh, all my uh, personal assets, like my meager earnings, the rest of uh, my savings account.
1: Whatever's left over after this big Chicago trip. Yeah,
0: that can just go uh, in between, I don't know, my brother and sister can keep all that. As for my tangible possessions, which aren't that many either, but like, you know, my record collection, computer, books, stuff like that, a list will be compiled, everyone can kind of claim it, and if there's a dispute as to who gets what, it can be settled with uh, arm wrestling. Sounds and, good. Uh, I want you to mediate the arm wrestling bouts.
1: Do we have to follow the uh, you know American Arm Wrestling Association uh, official rules, or can we, Can I make them up as I go along?
0: Well, no. Well, what I was saying is before the uh, arm wrestling bouts are to take place, you should watch the uh, movie Over the Top featuring Sliced Alone. I don't know how many people have seen that fine film, but Over the Top is a great arm wrestling movie. In fact, I think it's the only arm wrestling movie that ever came out you know work of fiction and um yeah and i think uh, you should watch that and just follow those rules and if it happens that like your palms are sweaty and they're slipping you pull out that thing that binds your wrist together right and then whoever goes over the top can get my record collection <laughs> so yeah that, that that's pretty much it and uh failure to uh follow these rules here um, will result in vengeance from beyond the grave. Once again, vengeance
1: from beyond the grave, right. Which well, uh, I, really commend, I think is important. I really commend you, Do You put a lot of work into this. Did you do this at work today? <laughs> yeah, I did this at work. It took nice. me about two hours. Uh, it's very thorough. I was pretty bored. Um, but I have to say, this is a living will. Yeah. And your whole purpose for putting this together is if you get blown to smithereens by a terrorist or have your head chopped off by a terrorist. God forbid. So I think... You just wanted to put together just a will.
0: <laughs> I guess it's a will, a living will. I'm living, so it's <laughs> well. My you're will. living now.
1: Yeah, but this is just a will. It's, the, it's the, fr- the first part is about a living will. You know, if you're, you
0: know, no heroic incapacitated. measures. A DNR
1: clause there. Do not but really, resuscitate. But really, what we're talking about is if you're blown to smithereens. How, how are we going to get the corpse? How are we going to get your ashes if you're blown to smithereens in some cafe? They'll ship them back. And if the terrorists chop off your head and your arms and everything, how are we going to find the terrorists and get your body in that situation?
0: Just go burn like a dog or something. Ceremonial ashes. Okay, it's not that it big of a deal. It just feels
1: like you know you did leave some some
0: details. Uh, to I guess be there determined. are some unexplained details in there. But I mean, whatever, dude. You're a smart guy. Use your imagination. Put the puzzle, you know, put the pieces of the puzzle together. Well, I would
1: conceive to probably uh, make your brother and sister go do all those things. Yeah, <laughs> That'd but be you, my plan. you
0: wouldn't go to Chicago and drink. Oh, that I would. On do. My dime.
1: Those are the details that you've laid out. I'm yeah. talking about these these unspoken uh, technicalities. Dude, if
0: you ask me, why should a funeral be this somber, mournful occasion? Why not just go out and have some fun?
1: Yeah, I agree. That's you great. know,
0: I, I kind of I envision everyone just puking over my ashes.
1: I got to say though, I might you know at the time. Uh, this was enacted. You'll I, probably
0: be crying. No, I wasn't gonna say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I okay. might, I okay. might, I might be,
1: inc- I might be inclined to cut some corners. You know, uh, drink some old Milwaukee by myself and just, and uh, just know, remember dump your, me fondly. Well, and just dump your ashes in the garbage can. <laughs> okay, dude. Yeah, it's still <laughs> You're
0: gonna be off the wheel. All <laughs> it's <right? laughs> still
1: in the spirit of. I'm just, I'm just modifying it to suit the present conditions of my. Willingness to
0: go out of my way and do anything. <laughs> let let me remind you that if I do come back, it's from just this... a th- Oh right, right. Vengeance from. Let, okay, let, okay. Let me remind you, the vengeance from beyond the grave. But even, sorry, if, but sorry. that's just in the case of my death. But let me remind you that if, if if these aren't following, you don't commit to this fully. The value of the gift I'm going to get you while I'm in Turkey will drop dramatically. Oh oh. And right, right. now it's forget in like the everything. Fifty I said. cent range, like maybe underneath a dollar. Okay. You're getting a fucking fucking monkey's paw. <laughs> Sweet. Great. Well, anyway, uh, we need to move on here with the show. I just want to uh, share my living will with everybody because it's the first time I've ever written one. Right. And uh, maybe I didn't write one exactly, you know how you're supposed to, but it's a legally <laughs> well, you're binding not a document. Yeah, it's a legally binding document. I had them sign it. And so, yeah, I just uh, just wanted to let everybody know that. And uh, we need to move along here with the podcast. Um, before, we, before we get into it, I want to mention a quick email that we got from somebody that will also explain what we're drinking right now. So normally when we do the Sick and Wrong podcast, we um, drink MGD. That's, a, that's typically what we do. It's the but, official um, beer of the Sick and Wrong yeah. show, um, like th- it or I, not. In this particular podcast, we're not drinking MGD. And the reason we're not drinking MGD is because we, we received this email from a guy named Paul – he said that uh, he's listened to all of our podcasts to date, like them all, except for podcast 35, the last podcast.
1: He thought it was rubbish, apparently. Yeah, he
0: said both stories were lame, and you guys should forgo the beer in acknowledgement of this complaint.
1: That it sucks so badly. Yeah.
0: So um, the podcast was not up to our usual high standards. Having said that, he thinks our show is the best thing to hit the internet in years and uh, keep them coming. So, you know, we take criticism constructively here on the show we'll honor paul's wishes i honor paul's wishes so instead of drinking mgd we're drinking jack daniels so, although i
1: did have a couple mgds
0: prior to the show today but i don't think yeah. That but counts. you didn't know about the email so during right. the show today we're drinking uh, a glass of jack daniels during this show we'll only be drinking jack yeah. daniels to uh repent for the last podcast that's for paul god he's really gonna love this week yeah. <laughs> he's gonna love podcast <laughs> so 36. much better than last week's yeah So, uh, the way Sick and Wrong works, Wackerly and I comb the uh, internet and various other news sources to find the most disturbing news item of the week. Uh, The audience votes, and the winner gets a case of beer. Or um, maybe a fifth of Jack Daniels. Depending Depending on if the the audience likes it Depending on audience response. I believe last week, I started with my lame article about the pregnant Indian man who gave birth. So, um, I think this week, uh, you're up there, Wackerly. Okay.
1: Uh, last week, I did a local Bay Area article about a guy who ran down a bunch of people. You always which get was,
0: points for the local article,
1: which was so. apparently per- a pretty lame article, according to our yeah. listeners. Uh, but this week, jack to that. This week is another local one that I am particularly fond of. Uh, this actually happened uh, a couple a couple, the a couple miles from here in uh, Oakland, North Oakland. Um, firefighters, sorry about that. Um, that was pretty bad. But there's another one. Um, okay, <laughs> firefighters responding to uh, reports of a blaze, a fire at 5 a.m. near 44th Street and Shafter Avenue. One of my favorite street names in Oakland, Shafter. Shafter. <laughs> In the city's Temescal neighborhood found what they believed to be a burning pile of garbage behind the Studio One Art Center. When uh, the firefighters actually uh, got nearer to this pile of garbage at 5 a.m. You know, it's dark. You can't really see out there that time of night in Oakland. Uh, To their horror, they realized that it was actually a woman's body who had been badly beaten and set
0: ablaze. (laughs) Oh, I did not even hear this. How far away is this from uh, the Sick and Wrong studio?
1: It's a couple miles. A couple miles away. Oh, it's close. God damn, dude! It's a great neighborhood. Right yeah, <laughs> Oakland's a fine neighborhood. Uh, this this woman uh, burns have covered seventy percent of her body, but she's actually still
0: alive. See, dude, right there that she should have a living will. Overdosed um, with morphine, she had been hog tied so she was all
1: tied up. Her hands were bound to her ankles damn, uh, with a loosely wrapped cloth, and then I can't. I've read a bunch of articles about this, and they say they keep saying and fixed to an object in the parking lot. You think they would? Be able to they tell they you what the object. Parking meters. They, they never say if it was a, a garbage a can or a bike rack. They just keep saying an object. So a I don't hobo. Know. I don't know. <laughs> Another burning corpse.
0: <laughs> I don't know, dude. We have some creative felons here in Oakland.
1: Friday's attack shocked neighbors and parents who who uh, send their children to Park Day School, a private elementary school where classes start next week, which is right next door to this place. <laughs> if somebody tries to (laughs) light you on fire keep running
0: stop drop and roll yeah that's Um, what i always learned
1: they uh there was a a neighbor uh who lives around there they questioned it says uh it was pretty freaky that she was burned said uh leslie doms who was 40 and holding her two and a half year old son in her arms um doms had been uh up all night with the newborn but hadn't heard anything (laughs) <laughs> I hadn't, didn't hear uh, any type she of noise. She didn't hear any screeching screaming, or screaming while the wood being burned Crackling flames like burning leaves. <laughs> it um, smells like a
0: fire out there.
1: And I'm going to go into a little bit of conspiracy theory mode. Human or, barbecue. Or I don't know what mode this is. Something about information and how it's conveyed. But I saw this article twice. They they reprinted it on the internet. and But the first time I saw it, This quote was a little bit different, and I don't know why they omitted this part of the quote.
0: Well, did you see in the SF Chronicle? Well, on the Oakland Tribune? On their website.
1: SF Chronicles website. The first time it was printed, Leslie Doms also said, and I think this is funny Doms said she wasn't concerned (laughs) (laughs) because she believes such crimes kind of happen anywhere. (laughs) <laughs> no they don't well, where else does this happen <laughs> yeah. maybe Detroit it only happens in Oakland well it maybe, maybe Detroit. Detroit but definitely not anywhere or New Orleans <laughs> this doesn't this doesn't happen in Walnut Creek
0: yeah I, I don't see this happening in it doesn't in happen Iowa. in
1: ba- Beverly Hills or yeah the Midwest at least yeah. not very often but I, I just like the fact she wasn't concerned. But somebody took this quote from her, printed it, and then they I guess they decided she sounded like too much of a fucking idiot, so they took that part of the quote out. And if you go look at the article today... Are the I quote's was, not there? The quote is not there. I was lucky enough to have printed the article before they had taken that part out that made her look like a really big, huge fucking <laughs> idiot. Um, so this woman, uh, she's about 45 years old, burns over 70% of her body. She's still alive. She's in critical... Uh, care at a burn ward in a Bay Area hospital. They're not... Reporting where she is, because I guess they suspect that this guy could still be out there and be trying to find her. Well,
0: someone was obviously trying. There must have been like a hit out on her or something, because you don't normally do this to kill somebody. You shoot them in the head. You don't light them on fire.
1: They said that uh, her mother lives in the area, and then she has a cousin who lives nearby. I guess implying that maybe she was coming from her cousin's and going to her mother's house. So maybe they think that this is just some random attack. You know, some crazy guy grabbed this woman, and he has a thing about light- immolating people. Dude, lighting that them just on really
0: me that random, you know, immolation acts of immolation occur on the streets of Oakland. Here's another. It's like one, you don't, you don't only have to worry about getting, you know, pickpocketed or mugged. It's like you might just get burned alive.
1: Here's another lo- uh, funny quote from a local genius. Um, this is actually this guy's uh, Tom Little is the director of the private uh, 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 day school for for small children. Where it the is, burning that took is right place. next by. He says, as tragic as it is, events like this often bring communities together. <laughs> Okay, buddy.
0: Whatever. Get yeah, a roast marshmallows. He
1: then does add that they're just horrified by this unspeakable act, but he does—he sees the bright side. He always <laughs> looks on the bright side that the community can come together and perhaps roast marshmallows or something <laughs> like that. I, I don't know what he's thinking.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't understand the uh, nature of that quote.
1: All right, so so to close this out and to add to your fear, uh, you know, I walk around Oakland at all hours of uh, yeah. the night, I mean, drunk. I walked. I walked back, stumbling, wasted, stumbling. Yeah. Can't even see. In my own cross-eyed, puke. yeah. Well, this crime bears similarities to a June 2004 incident in which a 30-year, three-year-old woman was found beaten to death and burned on a, a pathway that is less than two miles away from this. So this was about two years ago, almost two years and a couple months that the same sort of thing happened. They never caught that guy either.
0: Damn, dude. You wonder why people don't want to live in Oakland.
1: So I don't know if you if what's the lesson here? Just don't walk around, or I think the lesson here is or move ca- or carry marshmallows <laughs> or, <laughs> when you're walking around because you never know when you're gonna walk up on a burning pile you, of garbage which might be a person. You
0: know, I think the lesson here is is to uh, wear flame retardant clothing while you're walking around Oakland. Maybe Just one of those silver suave suits. In it, yeah. yeah, like one of those silver suits, suits. Yeah, I, I could see that kind of helping.
1: It'd be hard to drink through that face panel though.
0: Yeah, that would be difficult. But uh, you could put, like, a hole for the 40. Yeah, you I could
1: mean. figure something out. Like, maybe, you know, Carrot Top would come up with some kind of contraption.
0: Dude, so so that's... Um Rather horrifying. I, I think I'm going to have to give that. They, they they didn't say why she was murdered. They didn't say if they have any suspects.
1: Oh no, they don't know. They don't know who. Oakland's why, finest. They don't aren't know. On this. They don't know why or who uh, did this one two
0: years ago either. You know, sadly <laughs> enough, they're probably never going to catch the uh, people that actually oh, did no. this. How would they?
1: Yeah. The I don't fingerprints know. on the charred skin. Smokey the gangsta. <laughs> yeah.
0: Out there uh, burning people.
1: You know, it's the only way they would catch somebody like this. It, somebody will put it up on their
0: MySpace like I burned that bitch. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, uh, dude, I, you know, I, I don't know. On the sick and wrong scale, um, because a woman was burned, you know, almost to death here. I'm going to have to give that pretty high. I think I'm going to have to give that about a 9. Yeah. I'm going to give it a 9.2. I mean, Jesus, dude. 70% of her body. Hogtied. Hogtied.
1: Yeah. Burning. It, I guess if they wouldn't have found her, she probably would have died. Because she, she was actively burning
0: when they came up on the scene. Seriously, dude. This woman should have had a living will. All right. That's yeah. what she needs. Well, <laughs> so in- uh, let me hear what you got. We invite you to vote on that. Stick Podcast at Hotmail.com. But before you do that, check out my article here for Podcast 36. So um, this happened in Wisconsin. Cops say grave robbers had sex on their minds. Twin brothers, friend, and a friend are arrested in Wisconsin after a tip led police to a young woman's grave. Dun, 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 dun. So, uh, on their way to dig up a grave in rural southwestern Wisconsin, the grunky brothers, the infamous grunky <laughs> oh, brothers, <those> <laughs> and a friend stopped at Walmart to uh, pick up some condoms, authorities said, which I, I, I just find that, 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 that sentence to be. Um, rather interesting so on their way to huge, dig up huge a grave box of condoms they were buying condoms <laughs> probably at a pretty decent price uh three days later on tuesday twins nicholas twins nicholas and alexander grunky both 20 years old and dustin radke 20 were charged in grant county wisconsin with attempted theft and attempting to have sex with a corpse which i didn't even know that was a crime attempted sex with a corpse you'll have to reform your ways now it's got to be a new one uh and, um the, i love this quote here too by uh, grant county sheriff keith grovier you know that guy's just a good old boy i picture roscoe pico train from dukes of hazard he says in different schools that teach you about bizarre behavior necrophilia is one of those things that you hear about but never think you'll have to deal with
1: that's kind of like everything we talk about on Sick and Wrong. We hear about it, but I hope we never have to deal with any of this yeah, stuff. Yeah,
0: I don't think uh, Sheriff Keith here is a big fan of the podcast. Probably not. Yeah, probably not. But uh, I just wonder, what schools teach you about bizarre behavior? Do they do They have, like, necrophilia schools? No, you know, I'm, sure there's, I'm sure they there's,
1: have. There's probably a sheriff in school that's probably just like the Sick and Wrong podcast, but more geared towards education, uh, what to watch out for. Just and some twisted, and The type of fuck. stuff you can yeah. you might see, and, you know— People, I think people complain, like that woman last week, that we're desensitizing people, and the purpose of, of the class that he's referring to is to desensitize these sheriffs yeah, to this sort of but stuff. But do
0: cops even go to school? Don't they just take the police test, run around the, you know, run a mile around the track,
1: uh, and they there, give them a gun? It, there are uh, a fine series of movies that you might want to check out called Police Academy. Police
0: Academy. I, I think that's pretty uh, much the— uh, And if those movies
1: taught me anything, there definitely is a school for that sort of
0: thing. Uh, for some odd reason, I don't recall necrophilia in those movies, but maybe I'm wrong. It's been a while since I've seen them. There's a gay bar. <laughs> and there's Steve Gutenberg. Yeah.
1: Sound effects guy.
0: So uh, K- a Cassville police officer arrived at St. Charles Cemetery on Saturday night after a neighbor alerted police to suspicious activity. The officer found an abandoned vehicle parked near the cemetery. Minutes later, the officer saw Alexander Grunky walking toward the vehicle, dressed all in black and sweating profusely. So obviously he had been up to something. After being questioned, Grunky told the officer his brother and Radke were trying to dig up a grave, which I just find funny. So this dude just, you know, the officer's just like, so, uh, hey, what are you guys doing in the cemetery? He's like, oh, we're digging up a grave. What are you guys just doing? Just immediately <laughs> folded.
1: What are you guys doing in the cemetery? Why do you have a giant boner? <laughs> <laughs> and sweating profusely. Yeah, and sweaty palms.
0: Dude, I mean, I don't know. I, well, if I if I were that kid, I would have been like, uh, I don't know, mourning. Uh, smoking pot over here. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the cop then drove into the cemetery to find the partially dug grave of a 20-year-old woman who was killed in a motorcycle accident August 27th in uh, Cassville, Wisconsin. The diggers had only managed to reach the top of the grave's concrete vault. So apparently they had been digging into this grave and only managed to I bet you know you know what they've probably thought that it was just a coffin in there and they could just, you know, dig into the grave, flip open the coffin, all was good, and just start fucking. Right. But apparently, you know, there's a roadblock there. Yeah, in called moder- a vault.
1: Yeah, in modern times, they don't just drop this box of wood into the ground. I think for this exact purpose, you know. Goddamn to, amateurs. To thwart grave robbers. I mean
0: Yeah. I mean, Wackerly, if you were digging up that grave, you'd have known there was a vault there. I would have, have brought a jack cutters? I would have brought a jackhammer. <laughs> Well no, the vault what what okay, so the vault is a big concrete box, right? Right,
1: with a giant concrete lid that I don't think three scrawny teenagers are about to lift off the top of this thing. Yeah,
0: but do you think if you had a crowbar you could just crow you know, like pry the lid off? <laughs> a giant lever are you saying? <laughs> a lever, yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, if it was long enough, and I don't know, you had all types of pulleys and everything set up, you probably could do that. But I don't think these kids thought that far ahead. No,
0: apparently these amateurs just kind of dug into this grave, found the vault, and that's about as far as they got. Um, so uh, anyway, the uh, cop found them, and then he didn't. They weren't arrested till the next morning. So Nicholas Grunke and Radke were arrested Sunday morning, about eight miles from the cemetery. I guess the, uh, Radke told police that Nicholas Grunky had asked him to help dig up the woman's body and take it to Grunky's house so that Grunke could have sex with it. <laughs> On the way to the cemetery, Raggy said they stopped by a Walmart to buy condoms because Nick wanted to use them when he had sex with a corpse. Which brings up another <laughs> point here. If you were having sex with a corpse, hypothetically speaking, right. would you wear Purely a condom? Would you wear protection? If. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Why, though? I mean, can you get an STD from a corpse? I don't know, but I
1: would be more concerned with getting some type of corpse
0: fungus dick. I I guess that makes sense. But you know what's kind of funny is, like, I'm surprised his buddy was just like, you want to do what with the corpse? (laughs) You want to fuck the corpse? Okay, dude, end of friendship. Right. Because I would do that. If you were were to say, hey, dude, I want to go over to the cemetery and uh, dig up that corpse I would be like, "Yeah, dude, end a friendship. <laughs> this friendship Have is ended here." Yeah, you, you can go do that yourself." So uh, the uh, sheriff Grovier said the three did not know the woman, but had seen her picture in a newspaper obituary. So that means that these dudes, you know, had, didn't even know this woman at all, but had been cruising the obituaries. I could see how some people like you know try to get laid off a of Craigslist. These guys try to get laid off the Wisconsin obituary.
1: Well, they obviously were thumbing through the paper and saw her picture and was like, oh, that chick's kind of hot. That girl's kind of hot. I can't even do a Wisconsin accent. Just think of Fargo. Yeah, something like that. Hey, that chick's
0: kind of hot. Hey. Yeah. (laughs) So um, the Grunkies are actually from Ridgeway, which um, is about 50 miles west of Castle. So they drove 50 miles to uh, to, uh, dig up this corpse. I guess the uh, officer said that the woman was very well-liked, very popular, and uh, people in the community are very upset, and they can't believe it. There
1: was a line a mile long to have sex with her corpse.
0: <laughs> you know, that that's what I was thinking. It's like she was really popular. She was probably some hot chick. These guys saw, you know, their picture. I wonder if they they saw her picture in the obituary. Like, dude, let's go fuck that corpse. Do you think they had any idea? Like, you know, I'm sure her body was decaying. I'm sure, like, she was in a motorcycle accident. Right. Don't, you, don't you think the mortician <laughs> had to, like, glue her back together? Well,
1: yeah, first of all, they didn't foresee the vault problem <laughs> they didn't foresee the oh, wow she was mangled up in a motorcycle accident you know she might not look all that hot anymore i just don't think they thought it out very well thought yeah it
0: I, I don't think this was a well thought out act of uh, of uh, necrophilia well in conclusion here uh, both um radke and the infamous grunky brothers um are being held in grant county jail the Grunky brothers were assigned a $1,000 bond while Ragkey had a $1,500 bond for previous misdemeanor charges of uh, resisting arrest. So um, one, one last thing I want to mention about this article. So after this, this whole debacle was taken care of, you know, they've done their time in jail and everything. They're going to have to move out of Wisconsin. Don't, <laughs> don't you think they're going to have to leave that town because...
1: Well, if they ever want a date.
0: <laughs> yeah, I just don't think they'll ever be able to live a normal life after this. Because, you know, in those small towns, word gets around pretty quickly. Yeah. And so I'm sure everyone's going hey, to Yeah, like, you're one of them corpse fucking boys, <laughs> eh? <laughs> I heard of your name. Grunky, huh? Yeah, hey, you guys tried to fuck that corpse, eh? <laughs> so, on the sick and wrong scale, I know what you're going to say here. They didn't actually fuck the corpse. So there was no corpse fucking, there was no necrophilia that actually took place. They get points for being complete and utter fucking idiots though. The the intent was there. And that's why they were planning on fucking this corpse and they bought condoms in advance. I'm gonna have to give this a seven point eight.
1: Well, Girth Brooks Stein. Gerth <laughs> Brooks. Stein. Stein.
0: <laughs> Got friends in low places.
1: I'll give it a I was gonna give it an 8.1 well, I was gonna go in the 8th I was gonna say 8.2 8.2? 8. Yeah Even
0: though the fact that the necrophilia didn't take place
1: I give it points because they're idiots And because there's three of them corroborating Which just brings it all up to a whole nother level Like even my story that's disgusting and just bizarre It's obviously just one person And it's easy to do crazy fucked up shit when you're one guy But yeah
0: But getting a couple of dudes.
1: friends to do it with you I think adds points
0: I think so too Well, we invite the Sick and Wrong listening audience to vote on this Sick and Wrong podcast at Hotmail.com. You decide who gets the case up here. Well, we need to conclude this uh, podcast here. Uh, One quick thing I want to mention is um, we received more porn from that same Japanese fan, our fan of Japan, Kenji. Kenji. I'd I'd like to thank Kenji for that. He actually sent us a uh, pretty funny article here. I mentioned in the last podcast that he sent us a bunch of uh, shit porn, like a bunch of uh, shiza Japanese porn, and he said, Hi, Sick and Wrong. Thanks for saying my name in the last show. Sorry I forget American Man... Maybe weak at shit porn. So I send sexy, res, piss porn pics I sure you like better. Sick and Wrong podcast, number one in Japan. Kenji. I
1: do like the piss porn much better than the shit porn, but, yeah, but I, maybe- Yeah, I find that a
0: little more arousing, slightly.
1: Well, I wasn't gonna say that, but <laughs> for the reason that this piss porn has a, a lot of ladies standing up
0: and peeing, which I just
1: think is hilarious to
0: see. Wait, women pissing into each other's mouths?
1: Well, it, they're all pissing on one particular woman.
0: I love how Wackerly already downloaded all this porn. And oh, I've whacked, just, it, whacked off to it like five times it. already. Yeah, I haven't even had a chance to get around to it yet.
1: But it's just funny because just it's just funny to see a woman standing up and peeing and like aiming it sort of as best they can into this woman's face.
0: Well, you know what I find kind of funny about this, and I thank Kenji for sending us more porn, but I'm reluctant to uh, keep encouraging him to do this because we're just going to be getting more and more porn, and it's just going to uh, fill up all the memory space on our email.
1: Yeah, but... It's not too much. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not, not to too that bad. level yet. All right, we'll tell him when
0: to stop. But yeah, yeah, Kenji, thank you, and I definitely enjoy the uh, piss porn pics.
1: You know, D, we do usually sort of try and attempt to kind of plan out the show, but I did remember two things that I didn't talk to you about before we started planning this. Well, what was this? Uh, that people can check out. I don't have a whole lot to say about it, but uh baby Suri's picture uh, finally came out. It's on the cover of. You Man. mean Tom
0: Cruise's child? Tom well, Cat we kid? we scooped the
1: picture. A long time ago, right after the kid was born, um, she seems to have developed a little more, and uh, now they have her her late her three month uh, age picture or something online. Well, it's on the cover of Vanity. Is Fa- she deformed? It's it, does the, she
0: look like a human baby?
1: You can see the resemblance to the early picture that we we uh, scooped. Hmm. So, so that's all I wanted to say about that. And but the other thing, uh, they finally had a picture of the kidnapped autistic or autistic. That's my bad handwriting. The kidnapped
0: Austrian uh, Austrian girl. Yeah. And she's rather hot. You know, it was funny that you mentioned this today. I was listening to an interview on the BBC that they aired. I guess they were interviewing that girl and she, you know, she had no qualms about showing her picture on the air and I was looking at that picture and I was thinking Damn, dude. I would have kidnapped her, too.
1: She has no qualms. Well, you got to understand that. Wasn't she like eight years old when she was kidnapped? All right. I'd, I'd kidnap her now. She's 18. <laughs> but but I have to pick up on something you said. No qualms about uh, showing her face in the magazines. How about no qualms about uh,
0: doing porn? Next you know, stop. Dude, yeah, you know, I was thinking about that. That girl would be a very successful porn star.
1: And then the next, well, I'm just thinking softcore magazine. But then, yeah. yeah and then next stop after that. Japanese piss porn.
0: Well, I don't know if she'll go. That it's a far, progression, but you, you you never know. Once you go down that porn road, it's a slippery there's no, slope. There's no stopping you. But no, I, I'm saying that it's like I'm I'm surprised. Like Hefner or Penthouse hasn't tried to go after and been like, "Hey, we have you know the exclusive pictures of the naked chick, or you know the the Austrian chick that Who was is now, that, naked, that in our is now naked in our magazine. Yeah, I would yeah, you buy know, that. I'm I'm kind of surprised. Maybe maybe eventually when we're older men. Uh, Tomcat's kid will grow up to be a porn star. Because you know that kid's going to be a demented and twisted girl.
1: It also wouldn't be a stretch to imagine
0: her being kidnapped. Yeah. It, it, it And held for ransom. Right. You know, I'm actually kind of just, in one closing remark here about that, I'm actually kind of surprised she's human. I was thinking that he was going to give birth to uh, little baby Xenu, you know, that Scientologist icon or alien? I mean, she
1: still has plenty of time to develop tentacles and wings and a third eye. Did don't they show don't, don't her, count that out. Did
0: they show her whole body no, or basically did they just, just show her face?
1: Well, apparently it's a big spread and you have to go buy the Vanity Fair to see it, but online oh, you can see that. Yeah,
0: it's Vanity Fair. Oh, okay, but did they show her body?
1: No. Well, not in the picture that I saw, but I'm assuming tentacles. if you buy the magazine, you get to see the tentacles She's a mermaid.
0: and the hooves. You know, I'm going to have to check that out. And fish pussy. I think think I'm probably going to have to buy Vanity Fair for that very reason. All right. Well, we need to wrap up this podcast here. For the next couple podcasts, 37 and 38, I will be, as I mentioned before, in uh, Istanbul, Turkey. You might see me on a video being beheaded if you're lucky. But, um, yeah, Wackerly will be filling in, and uh, I'm sure there's some surprises to be had here.
1: To the best of my ability, people, uh, bear with me. Uh, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised, although you might be uh, horribly disappointed, and I don't know which way it's going
0: to go. Well, who knows? Podcast 37 will be revealed next week. Until then, uh, take it sleazy, and when I get back from Turkey, I'll have some sick wrong stories for you. Dude, could you bring me back a turkey sandwich? I could, uh... Yeah, I guess I could do that.
1: All right, great. Bye.